Boston Metaphysical Society, a steampunk supernatural series following a team of paranormal detectives who battle supernatural forces in late 1800s Boston. They are Samuel Hunter, an ex-Pinkerton detective, Caitlin O'Sullivan, a medium and spirit photographer, and Granville T. Woods, a genius scientist. All audio stories take place during the time of the original six-issue graphic novel miniseries and are standalone. Welcome to Episode 7 of The Ghost Ship. After the discovery of the ship's logbook, the team has confirmed that the name of the ghost ship is the Flying Fish and that the crew was killed by a mysterious explosion on board. Though these clues are important, they do not illuminate the reason the ship and its ghostly crew have returned to Boston now. When the rioting outside the Boston Metaphysical Office calms down, Samuel sends Caitlin home and they put Jimmy to bed in Granville's workshop, leaving the two men to consider their next move. Good night, Jimmy. Think he'll sleep? He's exhausted. I've no doubt he'll be sound asleep in no time. I'm getting some bourbon. You? No, thank you. I do need to sit, though. I needed that. I don't like the idea of Miss O'Sullivan being used as bait by Edison. Neither do I. But if she refuses, Mr. Emerson will have her incarcerated again. Will Edison's idea of using her as bait for the spirits even work? Hmm. Luring them away from the ship using a medium as powerful as Caitlin will probably work. But we have no idea what the end result will be. Will it anger the spirits? Engine Miss O'Sullivan, I have no idea. But what choice do we have? The great houses are enamored with Mr. Edison and the so-called prestige he brings. And I loathe that I have to hand over any of my work to him, even if it is outdated. Edison's a fraud. Not so much a fraud as a rank opportunist. However, we know the name of the ship, and he doesn't. And the ghosts are targeting the grandchildren of houses Emerson, Bartlett, and Gray. Unless someone tries to board her. The timing of the library opening still bothers me. My gut tells me there's a connection. Were you able to check with the city planning office to see what had been there before? (laughs) They were useless. Hmm. Let me guess. They had misplaced or lost any permits, plans, or other material relating to that lot. Naturally. So, whatever used to be there has been lost to time. Emerson knows. But refuses to tell us. What are you going to do? Use O'Rourke and his men to wear him and the other houses down. With the longshoremen not being paid and the great houses losing money every day, it will eventually hurt every great house in Boston. Exactly. We need to use that. 
Who would be so presumptuous as to come by this late at night? <laughs> Any one of our clients. Mm. It's a messenger. Thank you, boy. Who's it from? Ugh, Edison. Reminding you to bring more batteries for the Faraday cage tomorrow. How ridiculous. He knows I'd never forget something like that. Ugh, you're not gonna believe this. What else does it say? Read it. What? He wants Miss O'Sullivan to bring her camera in case she can capture a photo of him with a spirit? Mm-hmm. Doesn't he understand it's temporary? No, apparently not. Of all the idiocy, he can't just frame it and put it up on his wall. Let Mrs. Sullivan tell him that. Good idea. It will save me some grief. And what will you do while we're over there? I'm going with you. It's time Emerson faced some of his lies. Samuel, Caitlin, and Granville arrive at House Emerson the next day to be greeted by an overenthusiastic Edison in the entrance hall. None of them are happy about being forced to kowtow to him, but with lives at stake, they are willing to do whatever's necessary. Ah, the Boston Metaphysical Society Trio has arrived once again. I see you've brought your camera, Miss O'Sullivan. Excellent. Good morning, Mr. Edison. Though I don't recall inviting you, Mr. Hunter. I'm here to talk to Emerson. The servants told me he left early this morning. Where? I'm not his personal secretary. <sighs> now, Miss O'Sullivan, please follow me. We have work to do. I'll leave my railroad switching schematics on the table and take the extra battery card over to the Faraday cage. See how the children are doing. They're fine, but please be my guest. This way, Miss O'Sullivan. Where are we going? You're coming, too. Uh, I suppose it won't matter. Just stay out of the way. Mr. Emerson graciously allowed me to use his library. It's this way. Mr. Hunter, something be not right. What do you mean? There be an angry presence here. I didn't sense it before. Maybe because Jimmy and I were so preoccupied with keeping the spirits from the ship at bay. I'm sure you're sensing something, but perhaps it's everyone's anxiety. I wouldn't worry about it. Don't dawdle! Where should I be setting my camera up in such a fine room? Over by the desk is fine. Hmm. Oh, my word. Look at all these books. I've only seen more in the new library. I must admit it is rather grand. I love the high ceilings and the grain on the teak bookshelves. It's just stunning. It almost shimmers. Aye, Mr. Edison. It most certainly does. What do you think, Mr. Hunter? I think we have children to save. Not one to appreciate the finer things in life, are you? Now, about the pictures, Mr. Edison. You understand that the longest I've ever captured spirits in a photo is five minutes. Really? How disappointing. Well then, I'll have you take a picture of me in my spirit phone later. For now, Please sit down next to it. Is that what that be? <laughs> it looks like a part of a player piano. Without the piano, of course. 
Where should I stand? Out of the way. It isn't... It be for the best, Mr. Hunter. I'll be across the room if you need anything. Thank you. Well, now that's settled, let me introduce you to my spirit phone. Hi, please, tell me what to do. I will place these copper electrodes on your temples, here and here. Now, when you're ready, I want you to focus on drawing the spirits from the ship. Once they have possessed you... No, 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 no. You never mentioned anything about possession to Granville. A small detail I'm sure Miss O'Sullivan can deal with. I've spoken to ghosts and they me, but I've never been possessed. Well, there's a first time for everything. And I'm sure a medium of your caliber is up to the task. But I... Moving on. Once the spirit or spirits have possessed you, you'll have to maintain a modicum of control and force the extra electrical energy from your body through the electrodes. If you can do this, oh. it might distract them long enough for Mr. Emerson and his men to destroy the ship. What? You're asking her to transfer the energy of the spirits through her body and into your machine? Spirit phone? No, I don't care what you call it. That's too dangerous. Do you want Miss O'Sullivan and the boy to stay out of jail or not? Oh, you son of a- Mr. Hunter. It'd be all right, I can do it. Are you sure? Hi. <sighs> then let's begin. Miss O'Sullivan, please relax and do whatever mediums do to call spirits. Close your eyes if it helps. <sighs> eyes closed. Whew. I be imagining the ship in me mind. I could smell the sea air. <laughs> what is it? Oh, seagulls be squawking nearby. They be fighting over some leftover bread. You have a very vivid imagination, young lady, but let's return to the task at hand. <sighs> yes, Mr. Edison. Right. I be walking on the wharf toward the ship. Do you sense any spirits? Not yet. Concentrate. See the gangplank ahead. I'm opening my mind up. Reaching out. How... How odd. What is it? Uh, the spirits, I, I can sense them, but... Would there be something between us? That doesn't make sense. They make the rules, not us. Mr. Sullivan, get closer to the ship. Uh, right. I'm, I'm walking slowly to the gangplank. It's just a few steps ahead. <gasps> what is it? Ooh. Is it one of the spirits from the ship? No. No, it, it'd be something else. What? Quiet, Mr. Hunter, or I will have you removed from the premises. <clears throat> Go on, Miss O'Sullivan. Reach out to them. There be something else. It be a man. He's older, not on the ship. What do you mean, not uh, on the ship? The, the spirit phone. It's recording. Look. Oh, oh, he's here. Oh, he's so angry. Oh, and the heat. Oh, he feels it on his face. Oh, the screams! The screams be terrible and the smell! Oh, stop it! Please stop it! That's enough! Oh. Mrs. Sullivan, open your eyes! No, it's working! 
Stop this now! Mrs. Sullivan, snap out of it! My... my spirit fell. Look at my cylinders! They're welded together! Everything's ruined! Oh, oh, Mr. Hunter. Oh, it was the spirit of an old man. I saw through his eyes, felt, felt the heat on his skin. Buildings were burning and papal dying. This is your fault, Hunter. We're done here. Nonsense. We're on to something. I have spare cylinders. We'll start again. No, you will not. You really don't have a say in this, Mr. Hunter. Don't Tidy her up. I will go get another recording cylinder and stop by to check to see how Mr. Woods is doing with the Faraday cage. When I return, I want her ready to try again. Mrs. Sullivan, are you all right? I... I... I think so. I just... I wasn't expecting that. Could you tell who the old man was? I don't know, but he felt familiar. Like he'd be comfortable in this place. A servant who died here, perhaps. Maybe. But I don't think so. I... Could he have been... What the devil is going on? Emerson, you've been lying to me. The name of the ghost ship is the Flying Fish, and it was one of yours. And how would you know that? We have the ship's logbook, and you have a painting of the Flying Fish on your study wall. I had nothing to... Oh! Oh, I know who it was, Mr. Hunter. Hmm? The spirit I sensed before it be the same now. What is this foolishness she's spouting? It be your grandfather. He be haunting this house. How dare you say such a thing? Charlatan! What the hell? Lizzie! Grab the children before they hurt themselves. Oh, I've got the boy. I've got the other. And Emerson has Lizzie. Oh, dear heart. All will be well. What the hell happened? Edison, he shorted out one of the batteries. I did not. I told you to connect the black cable, not the red one. Honest mistake. Can you fix it? My Lizzie is gouging her fingernails into her arm. She won't... I, I can't stop her. This wheel had to... Hold on. That should do it. They've stopped struggling. Thank God. She's exhausted. There's my girl. You go to sleep, sweetheart. Why? Sleep well, little ones. It's time for you and Miss O'Sullivan to leave, Hunter. No, I still need her. She's done here, Edison. Mr. Woods may stay and tend to this contraption. Is whatever you're hiding worth your granddaughter's life? Let us help you. We don't need them, Mr. Emerson. This mishap was a minor setback, but I have another plan. Good. Goodbye, Mr. Hunter. Samuel and Caitlin return to the office while Granville remains to deal with Edison and the Faraday cage. After waking an exhausted Jimmy up, they fill him in on what transpired at House Emerson. 
with Charles Emerson refusing to talk about the hostile spirit of his grandfather haunting the house, they decide it's time to return to the new library on the off chance the spirits there can provide some answers. has scared everyone away. But they don't be after just anyone's kin. No one knows that but us. Be sure to hold that brick wall on your mind steady, Jimmy. No sense having those spirits overwhelm us. Aye, and you'll be doing the same. Hmm. We should sit. I don't know about this. I can feel the spirits already pounding at my head trying to get in. <sighs> so can I. I was wondering. Can you let them in one at a time? Oh, that'd be the ticket if we can do that. The brick wall you created in your mind. It, why not remove one brick at a time? Ah, and let them in our minds gradual-like. Ah, I get it. Only let in one or two, then shove the brick back into place. I can try that. Aye. Jimmy, take my hand like we did on the ship. We'll be stronger for it. Uh... If Mr. Hunter don't mind. I'm the wrong person to be asking, Jimmy. My apologies. <laughs> you have my permission. Oh, your hands always be so warm. <clears throat> Shall we continue? <laughs> of course, Mr. Hunter. Let's, let's close our eyes, Jimmy. Concentrate on the wall in our minds. I, I see it. Since the spirits here sought you out first... You pick the brick. Okay. Got one. Slowly. Pull it out. I can feel the spirits pushing on the other side. Don't let them all in. I won't. Get ready to slam it back in place. I'm sliding it out. Almost there. Oh, I feel them. It's like a cushion of air pressing against my skull. Mm. There'd be too many. I can't stop them. Put the brick back. I can't. Do as she says, boy. Now. Oh, God. The pain. It'd be awful. You can do it, Jimmy. Put the brick back. I, I, it's, it's too hard. You can do it. You can do it. It's closed. Right. The wall is sealed. Oh, thank heavens. Is one of the spirits here? No. No, there be two. A woman and her child. Oh, Caitlin. They died so horribly. I keep holding my hand, Jimmy. Can you talk to them? No. When they reach out to me, I can, I can only feel their pain and see flashes of their lives. Mm, like, like whenever you blink real slow, the scene or the feelings change. If you concentrate long enough, you can sometimes fill in the blanks. Like taking a mental picture. I... She's trying to talk to me, but... I can't hear her. Let me see if I can talk to them. I'll pull out my brick and see what happens. Keep a hold of my hand. I will. Oh, wait. What? what? Don't you feel it? We don't need the wall anymore. All the spirits but the woman and the child are gone. Uh-huh. Careful. It could be a trick. 
Oh, no, 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 those... These aren't those type of spirits, Mr. Hunter. Are you sure? Remember your first case. I, I may be wrong sometimes, but not now. Jimmy, I'm dropping the wall. Mine too. Wait, hmm? are you sure? Oh. oh, it'd be fine, Mr. Hunter. I sense just the woman and the child. It'd be hers. Oh, a girl, I think. Can you hear them? Their voices be so faint, like whispers on the wind. Be prepared to put that mental wall back up just in case. Why, Mr. Hunter, we both be ready. Can you... can you hear what she's saying? They, uh... They be part of a community that lived in this spot a long time ago. <laughs> Irish, I'm sure of it. <gasps> oh... Oh, Jimmy's right. They died horribly. Burning, shooting, women, children, everyone. Who was shooting them? Oh, I can't tell, but... We should leave, Mr. Hunter. Oh, no, there's something else. There's something else. I can't quite hear her. Now, Mr. Hunter. Why, Jimmy? They've been calling to someone, but he won't listen. Who is it? Who are the spirits calling? Please, Mr. Hunter, we have to go. Is Mrs. Sullivan in danger? It's Jimmy. They've been calling to you. Why didn't you listen? No, it's not true. Why, Jimmy? Why do these spirits want you? I won't do it! I won't! Jimmy! Stop! Come back! The spirits be gone, Mr. Hunter. What happened? What's going on? Oh, let him go, Mr. Hunter. It wasn't the library opening that started all this. It'd be Jimmy's arrival in Boston. You see, it'd be his kin that died here all those years ago. Huh? He's the link between the ship and the library. I... Which still leaves the question. Why were these people murdered? And who did it? Hmm. And... How will the spirits avenge them? End of Episode 7. Stay tuned for Episode 8, the final episode of The Ghost Ship. Thank you for listening to Boston Metaphysical Society, The Ghost Ship. This production was created, written, and produced by Madeline Holly Rosing. Script editor, Eddie Louise. Composer, director, and audio engineer, Chip Michael. Executive producers, Madeline Holly Rosing and Michael Hemrick. Our cast, Samuel Hunter, played by Ryan Philbrook. Caitlin O'Sullivan, played by Emily C.A. Snyder. Granville T. Woods, played by Martin Davis. Charles Emerson, played by Boyd Barrett. Jimmy McLaren, played by Ryan Hoyle. Thomas Edison, played by H.B. Gibson. Harbormaster, played by Rob Davis. Eddie O'Rourke, played by David Tilstra. Police Captain, played by Odd Andrews. Longshoreman, played by Ryan Hoyle. Lizzie, played by Bennett Cousins. Policeman, footman, jailer, and sergeant, played by Alex Ross. Nanny and Angry Woman, played by Fiona Thrale. Messenger, played by Tal Manier. Narrated by Kirsten Udowitz. I am Chip Michael, your announcer. Thank you again for listening. Please look for future seasons of Boston Metaphysical Society on Kickstarter and streaming platforms. Boston Metaphysical Society is a registered trademark of Madeline Holly Rosing and is operated under Queen of Mercia, LLC.